Stakes is high. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, look. We back up in the building now. Hey, yo, we about to tear the building down like a 757 or 9-11. Street smart niggas with the wisdom of a reverend. All the eyes stacked against us. We still the ones you should bet with. Shark infested waters interact your own discretion. Swimming with piranhas trying not to get your flesh beat. Yeah, real podcast for people that's really real. TC and Jones tell you how they feel. Every Wednesday when you hit play, you gon' laugh and learn something from this discussion. We going up. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast, having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones. What up, TC? What's good? What's happening, my brother? I am chilling, man. How about yourself? Ah, man. Blessed more than I should be, you know. Sir. Yeah, Sir. Back man. another week. Yeah, man. Yeah. Back with some new craziness, man. It's a, lot, a lot has happened, man, since our last episode. Ah, man. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. Man. Yeah. Um... Yeah, man. Well, you know, <laughs> it's a lot to talk I don't about. Even, I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. You know? Yeah, just, yeah, uh, man. That's. Uh, it's, it's, I was gonna say it's, it's been some traumatic things happening, man, and uh, uh, you know, uh, things are getting worse before they get better, and, and I, I don't, I don't think this is gonna be resolved overnight. No, uh, man. No, that's uh, again, man. We. That's a that's a whole hour of a conversation, an episode, man. You know, and and hopefully, you know, we're able to get to that, you know, uh, soon, where we have a focus on that conversation because I think that um, it's necessary, man. Especially since we have the platform that we have, you know, I think that we right. can most definitely do a focus episode on that. But today, man, we got a guest, man, sure. and I'm excited about yes, having sir. a guest here. But before we go on, man, and um, I do want to say, man, prayers to everyone right now who is. Um, you know, not only uh, dealing with, of course, what we know is going on as far as protesting and uh, to the families who have struggled and who have uh, dealt with a lot of, you know, uh, of the turmoil of what's going on and also uh, to the families um, that, that, that have lost loved ones. But we yeah. we definitely want to send prayers up to that man, and 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 not only that man, we want to send prayers to everyone. What we've seemed like we've forgotten to talk that that is gone to the back burner, is everyone George that, Floyd. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, not only that, yeah. uh, but the pandemic, man. You know what I mean? It's, that's still going on. So. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah. So we want to send prayers to that, and uh, you know, you guys, please stay tuned. We're gonna you know, of course, we're gonna have a focus episode on that. But like I said, we have a guest, man, and uh, we want to get get to this guest and uh, give them their just due uh, for you know what we we wanted to have a conversation about. But TC, before we get to our guests, where can they find us, brother? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Cheer. 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 So we have a guest. Um, mm. Uh, man, this, this brother got too many, too many uh, awards to even go, man. <laughs> I, I, I wanna, we go talk about these awards, man. But um, I do wanna, I do wanna say, man. You know, uh, I think this, this can be very inspirational to a lot of young black men, and especially, um, you know, to people who want to get in journalism or who want to be on TV or whatever. Man, I think this is, I think this is a great that we're going to be highlighting this gentleman that we're talking to today. Um, and shout out to Renee, man. Renee actually connected us. Uh, I want to give her a big shout out. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about, you know, that, but, um, I do, man, we, we, you know, we call, uh, Jay Moore, the voice of Indianapolis, <laughs> but this brother is definitely, and one- if you don't tip, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know it. Jay Moore, no disrespect, man, but this brother is definitely one of the voices of Indianapolis, man. If you if you watch the news, you and if you watch and know anything about sports, man, this brother is one of the one of the voices of Indianapolis for sure, man. But without any further ado, man, I do want to introduce AC. What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? I'm good, guys. Good seeing y'all. Welcome, good welcome. talking to y'all. And um, I tell you, man, your your show title is so appropriate to what's going on right now 
um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, you know, and I and I I'll be remiss if I didn't just talk about it right from the start. Just the whole George Floyd, if I don't mind. Um, I tell you, it has been an emotional man, emotional week for me. Um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of my brothers and um, just you know, just all people who know right from wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. of that video that know that that isn't just that is not right. And so, um, you know, America, these times now, as you say, the stakes, you know, are high. They, they're high and mm-hmm. they have to come together as a country. Um, we have to um, treat everyone right, you know, and um, I just had just reflecting the past couple of days of just, you know, you know, God works in mysterious ways and true believer in that. And sometimes, you know, we have to, sometimes we have to, you know, it talks about in the Bible, you know, you got to go through the valley and as hard as this moment is right now for so many people, especially the Floyd family, um, I'm just praying to God that there is something that will come of that, that will help change the scenario that we've been living in for so many years and decades of uh, yeah. what black men have gone through and what we've seen through police brutality and more. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to see, you know, the, the protests, but the protests that's done um, uh, in the right way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And which has been overshadowed a lot by folks who are, that are not doing the right way. And, um, you know, I had a, I was, Tony Dungy's a good friend of mine, former Colts coach. And yeah, nice. uh, he and I, we were talking about, you know, just when this all came out, how he was somebody's heart was heavy, and um, he was not. And, I, and I, I'll share this with you guys because we didn't really talked about it to a lot of folks. But, you know, he had had one tweet ready to go uh, about the whole scenario and what he wanted to share with his with his uh, followers. You know, he's got like a million followers on, on Twitter. So mm-hmm. when he tweets something, <laughs> it's going to yeah, have it's, a right? It's going to yeah, be instant. right. And so we just talked about it, and then um, I just told him. I said, Coach, I said. Uh-oh. You know, he does. I said, but make sure, and I think what you want to do, and he even said the same thing, you know, we want to make sure we have some change. As much as you're frustrated, but what are you what are you doing to grab people's attention to make a change of what's going on? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just got to hope and just pray that, you know, people who have seen, see, what has been amazing about this whole situation is that, you know, there's video. So there's no debate. You know what I mean, there's no debate anymore yeah. about happen and I think that's where a lot of people have a hard time that's why a lot of people are like are just stunned like mm-hmm. oh like like there's no debate in this one you know what I mean we know what happened and so I think you know most people know there there has to be change there has to be change yeah yeah, yeah. man um you know and, and and thank you man you know honestly man you know we were uh you know pre-production uh TC and I you know we we had the question like, you know, do we bring it up and, you know, and, you know, how and what kind of, um, you know, maybe restrictions you are, you know, working in, in working in media and, um, yeah. and, 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 I, and, you know, and, and we wanted to be respectful there. But of course, you know, I, I really, really respect, you know, the words that you just gave, man, because, I mean, like you said yourself and Tony Dungy, man, I think you guys are, you know, being being very uh, visible in the public and I think you guys do have you know a big following it takes people like you and him and other you know other I mean we, we could just say celebrities that are able to give their voice and people listen to so um, I, I appreciate those words man for sure well man I tell you you know it's I you would be amazed the number of like emails and well, I should say more texts than, than anything from from my white brothers that have said to me, what can we do? Mm. Mm-hmm. They've seen the video. They know that it was wrong what happened to him. And no one no one should be treated that way. Right. right. And so, you know, and that's a good question. Well, you know, what 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 can we do? And and and, and what I always, what I've said to a couple of them that I've responded to is, you know, you know, and some of these guys have a lot of followers on Twitter. I, I'm like. 
you know, speak from your heart to people. Mm -hmm. If something is wrong, say it, because you won't know the number. If, if, if they think they know you feel that way about what happened to, uh, to George Floyd wasn't right and you agree that it was not right, then that's going to have an effect on them and how they think as well, if, if they don't think that already. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, we don't understand the power that we have in these platforms. But I would, I would say to them, you know, hey, one, ask questions. Thank you for reaching out, which is awesome. Appreciate that. But um, speak from your heart, you know. And at the end of the day, you, if you got a good heart, you know right from wrong. You, you yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, and, right. And, you know, um, and, 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 you know, the Bible talks about that, you know. You know, you, you know, God, you know, man looks at the outward, but God looks at the heart. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And so, um, you know, so that that's kind of my message. These guys have been calling me up. And, um, <laughs> but what's been amazing is that through this whole situation, it's been dialogue that I think a lot of people may not want to have. Mm -hmm. But it's open up dialogue that I hope and pray that it'd be for the better, for the good. You know what I mean? For the most yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now with... I hope uh, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. Um, one question, and uh, I, I, I definitely want to I want to dig into your background. But one of the things... Yeah, yeah. yeah one yeah. of the things I do want to ask, man, um, you know... Uh, are there things in different ways that, you know, uh, you know, and, and with you and people don't know, you know, this is Anthony Calhoun working for Wish TV, man. And I, is there, are there things that the, that the, that, you know, you guys as a company, are you guys having to take a different approach on just the, just, just the way things have gone down period, man, just as far as not only safety, but just the way you approach the conversation, you know, versus protesters yeah. versus yeah. looters, you know, and things like that. Well, that's a wonderful question, man. And I'll tell you, let me tell you a little bit of history about our station. So we are owned by a guy by the name of Dewan McCoy. He is mm -hmm. the only black owner in television America. Oh, man. Hey, by, Anthony, you got you to get him on the stakes as high, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do that. We'll definitely get him on with you. We'll all right. Work, we'll work it out. All right. yeah, we should have him on now. He got more to offer than I got. But, all right, all right. Um, but he is a... Um, he is a wonderful boss. He's great. And he believes, man, in diversity. Mm -hmm. We're the only station in the state of Indiana that has a multicultural um, multicultural uh, reporter. Okay? Only one in the, in the entire state of Indiana that has that because he believes in diversity. Mm -hmm. I mean, he understands what's it like to be the minority, being the, the little guy against the big corporate America. So he mm -hmm. understands that. Um, I tell you what, my station here, I'm, I'm proud of them. Because this past is amazing, you bring that question up. Because this past few weeks, the past three or four days here in Indy, um, we've seen some good as far as you know the the you know just the the protesting that has gone on um, mm -hmm. and, and a, a well manner for the most part. People you know, protesting what they believe in, which they have the right to do. And then we've seen some things that have been out of line, where people you know where they've been destructive. Where it, certain individuals have been destructive to our city, and, and just and mm -hmm. you know and. And, you know, vandalizing things like that, which protesting is not about like that, to, in right. my opinion, you know. Mm -hmm. um, right. And so but what we've been able to do here is we've been able to tell all sides of the story for the most part. And that is, you know, we've shown like, for instance, last night, which was an incredible moment. We had a, a, a scene. There was a scene with the protesters. They were at the, at the governor's house. It was a, really a standoff with, with police officers. By the end of our coverage. I don't know if you saw it or not, but we had, you know, state troopers um, literally holding hands with the protesters walking down Meridian Street, the most popular street here in, Indiana, in I Indianapolis. Did. I did see that. I you did. know, and that was that was, a you know, that was a remarkable moment. And the protesters asked the cops to do that. Mm. They asked them. To do that. So to answer your question, um, we don't really have any restrictions here for the most part. I mean, we want our job is to tell the stories. Um, we want to be fair. We want to be, you know, we want to be accurate. We want to get both sides of the stories. Um, we have been careful for our safety because Saturday night it did get out of control with, mm -hmm. you know, just the vandalism and people just, you know, the rioting that was going on. Um, you know, we had a, safety does come first. And so we're very careful about our reporters been out there. But, you know, it, it's, it's it's like this, man. You know, when you go to journalism school and when you go to be a reporter, you know, there's going to be moments where, you know, especially a news reporter where you may be in some difficult situations and your job is, you know, you, you got to get the news to the people. You know what I mean? So you got to yeah. do what you, for the most part, you know, I mean, safety is important, but you got to tell the story. And so I commend what we've been able to do here. 
um, and just tell the story to our viewers and let them know what's happening in, in their town. And, um, you know, we have a curfew tonight at nine o'clock and I, I, I bet you they'll do it again tomorrow. Uh, but I, but I gotta say, for the most part, the protesting, at least last night, was very. It was under control. It was calm. People just letting, letting you know, people walking and protesting, which they have the right to do. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, they're protesting for a man they thought was that was told obviously was you know police brutality. It was not right. Yeah. Injustice. Yeah. So, um, you know, bravo to them. Bravo for them to protest. I mean, they have the right to do that. I mean, you think of you know Martin Luther King, what what he fought for, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that that's why. And but at the end of the day, we we definitely, um, you know, our job is to make sure we, we tell both sides of the story. And you know, we have that leader in Dewan McCoy, who one thing I love about this guy, um, he, as I said, he's big on diversity, but he's also big on making sure people of our race, African Americans, Blacks, that we have opportunities. I mean, he's a guy who you know who had the struggle of being the only minority as an owner for the most part and competing against corporate America and black guy in the room. And, you know, he understands um, some of the struggles we have gone through. And so he makes it very, uh, not that he, not that he, you know, treats us any differently does anybody in our, in our newsroom, but he's aware that, Hey, it's important. We got to represent our city. So we need black people in our newsroom. We need Asians, et cetera. Doesn't, yes. doesn't take that lightly, and that's important. And that's important. Very important. Yeah, man. That's uh, and you know, and and I love to hear that, man. And those, and honestly, man, you know, you know, people like you know, hearing that, you know, that's that's news to me. That's that's some, that's giving me some history right there because I would have never known that, you know. Yeah. And and, and, and let me interject real time, real quick. I'm sorry, man. Let me just say this. By the way, he's from he's from Indianapolis, so he's back home. Man, okay. He's back okay. home. Yeah. So he went to he went to Ben Davis, went to Butler, um, and has an amazing story. And um, so he's back home. So he wanted to buy us um, to make us independent. Uh, and he is, he just has a passion for a city that he, you know, this is, this is home for him. Oh, so he's, he'll joke around, be like, my mama's watching you tonight. So y'all better be, y'all better be good. <laughs> Don't make my mama get mad. So that's, so that's kind of how, how it is. So we got, yeah. we got mama, we got, uh, we got mama McCoy <laughs> watching us at night, you know, so you better, yeah. better yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Nope. And, barbershop uh, closed. Barbershop closed, right, bro? <laughs> yeah. So now, uh, but no, but anyway, but no, we we have we have some, a lot of eyes on us because he's from here. That's cool. Nice, That's cool. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, man, like you said, I, I I definitely, man, would love to, you know, um, you know, hopefully we can get him on our program and then just highlight, you know, those those type of things need to be highlighted in our community. Because again, like I said in, oh, the, yeah. in the beginning, like your introduction, man, I think that when when young black men see people like yourself. Uh, on 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 a national or even just like on the on the local news and everything like that, man. That ma- that means a lot seeing that, and that gives yeah. that gives young black black boys inspiration, man. So I think that'd be that's yeah. dope, man. So, but um, well, love 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 to do it. And and I'll, let me just can I just say this too? Because you talk about young black men, and I'll give you I'm gonna give you one story real quick that was um that really t- really man. I'm trying to get emotional now talking about it because um wow man. You know, we we when you brought it up because it brought me back to a story that I that I did. We we we, we do this thing in the fall. Uh, it's it's called this like it's called the Zone Banner for our high school football coverage. And so we pick the best student section, um, like in Indiana, and they get a big award at the end, like in Central Indiana. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have a school here that's called um, it's, it's called Warren Central, mm-hmm. uh, very diverse school. Diverse mm-hmm. school, a um, lot of black lot of kids who go there. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. Friends went there. Yeah, you got it, you got it. Mm-hmm. So uh, the week of the competition, uh, the, 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 we had a finalist. We had like the top four schools left to try to win the the award. Show your school spirit, and each school submitted videos, whatever. Well, this school submitted a video, and man, wow, this school sent a video of these kids being me as reporters uh, as a reporter and it was unbelievable they had a young lady a young girl who was rapping talking about with a real ac please stand up uh, they're dressed <laughs> like me with microphones on 
and not to pat myself on the back, but if you can see me now, I got chills in my arm right now because here's why it meant so much to me and what you brought up, bro, was that hmm, when I watched that and it came into my Twitter feed, I had no idea what they did. And today it's got like over 60,000 views, whatever. And I said to myself, I was like, you know what? These kids are not talking about LeBron James, mm. talking about George, you know, they're not talking about Paul George. I mean, they're talking about me, like mm. inspiring to be a, a sportscaster in their town, the guy they see on TV. Yeah. And so that moment for me was, it just really had me sit back and just be like humble of like, man, mm-hmm. God, you put me here for a reason. I know that. But to have the impact on all kids, but especially African-American kids mm-hmm. who, who want to, you know, who want to do what I do, because there's not that many that do what I do. Um, it just it just it, it hit home so much. So not to interrupt you, but um, I just want to share that story because it's nah, powerful. And I so I know I got a responsibility. But um, that moment right there just made me think like, wow, these kids, I mean, they're they're trying to emulate me. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Big player, NFL, etc. So. Yeah, man, that's that's yeah. dope. That's dope, man. So, I want to go all the way back to Evansville, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go all the way back to Evansville. Um, who 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 were you when we go? If we take we go back, rewind all the way to Evansville. Who was Anthony Calhoun? Oh man, you don't want to know that guy. You don't want to know that guy. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be, I won't be. I won't be working. I the clear cut version. Don't, don't give us the. the I know, I know. So okay, so let's see here. Um, you know, <laughs> I was. Uh, let me just say this: I always knew I wanted to be a sportscaster. Mm. Uh, that was always me. I mean, hands down. But. Um, the things that were really big for me when I was growing up, man, I was involved with church a lot because, mm-hmm. you know, my God bless my mom who just passed away about six months ago. Oh, man, sorry to hear that. Thank, thank you. Yeah. She, she, um, she pushed us into church, man. So there was no options. So every Sunday, you know, all day I was in church. So, um, so my foundation really started with the Lord. You know, I was always, I knew that was my, you know, my ticket to getting getting where I to living out my dreams. That was it. I've putting him first in my life. So um, that was pretty that was pretty my style, you know, for for the most part of just growing up was in church. Um, but I always knew I wanted to be a broadcaster as well uh, because I you know, I played sports, but I, I loved I loved to talk. And I realized when I got in high school that I wasn't getting no scholarship playing no basketball. Uh, or any other sport, um, the only thing I probably could do is be a sportscaster. And so, so growing up, you know, no doubt, uh, God was important. Um, um, been pursuing a career in broadcasting, mm-hmm. and then loving life, just living life, man. You know, grateful for what I had, uh, grateful for my parents, what they did uh, for me, uh, and you know, and grateful for the community that I was involved in. You know. I don't share this with a lot of people, but I'll share it with y'all, and, and I guess everybody's gonna see it now. But uh, I did do a little singing back in the day. I don't uh-huh. do that now. <laughs> I don't do that now. But I was involved with a with a, with a community choir back then, and nice. we performed at the White House. Uh, we oh performed. man, you serious? <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Yeah, we performed. At, oh God, I can't believe I'm spilling all this stuff to everybody now. Wow. Um, that's, we performed at the White awesome. House. We performed a lot in Indianapolis and. Um, that was a good bonding group for me. A lot of people it was um, it was a it was a youth choir, and uh, I did that for about six years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you know, I kind of got out got out of the singing. Now I can do some shower singing. I can tell you that I definitely <laughs> uh, no doubt about that. Yeah. But uh, but that was me growing up. I man, you know, I just you know love life. Mm-hmm. Uh, God always first. And um, you know, just my my goal at a young age was always to be a, you know to be a sportscaster. Yeah, and I and I and I'm wow. guessing you know being from Evansville, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I'm sure you. A lot of times when you know, because I'm from Marion, Indiana, and yeah, yeah, and I and I, I talk, I talk, I tell people this all the time, like you know, in TC, being from Gary, you know, I think that being Up from north, yeah, uh, so being from towns like Marion or Evansville. You know, we we had to learn to deal with diversity because of you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, and 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 I and I, I'm sure that's one of the things that kind of helped you out with you know being able to 
you know, talk to talk to people and being able to, you know, to be able to try to, you know, relate and try to be, I, I would say, a, you know, uh, be a, a chameleon and be able to adjust to whatever situation you're in. Yeah, you know, that that's right. You know, and I, you know, one thing I love about, I love about sports is, you know, it's the di- diversity. Yeah. And when yeah. I was in sports growing up from baseball to, you know, obviously basketball and uh, ran track, actually played tennis as well. Um, you know, I had diversity was was big, you know, and it and it helped me when I went off to college. It mm-hmm, helped me mm-hmm. great big time. You know, my school I went to, I would say Evansville Bossy was probably thirty percent black, probably. I mean it's probably more now. Mm-hmm. But um but you know, I had you know, my team not most of my teachers were white. Um had a lot of friends that were white. You know, I, I mean I had I, it was diversity, you know. I had to deal with, you know, I, I just just part of life, you know. And as you mentioned, being mm-hmm. in a town like at least with Evansville, where there's not a lot of African Americans, yeah, uh, yeah. you have to be able to be able to branch out <laughs> and, uh, and just, you know, deal with diversity. And so, um, uh, but I, but it didn't really hit me hard to really know the true meaning of diversity until I went to college, and that's mm-hmm. when I really when it really set in. Mm-hmm. They want to you all had y'all you all had some different upbringing than I did. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. I, 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 <laughs> Gary, I know. it was not diversity in Indiana, I'm going to tell know. you right now. Yeah, I didn't I get any diversity uh yeah. Until uh, late, Ball State. Late, you know, high, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, high school, man, when I when I went to high school in Maryville, which is uh sub a town right next to Gary. Okay. Uh mom took me out of the Gary school system and put me into that school system like, you know, Prep for college, but yeah, help help out a little bit, uh, you know, kind of soften the blow because she knew I was about to go to college and would see, you know, help that culture shock. But yeah, Yeah. man, before high school, it was was chocolate city. (laughs) So, so, uh, uh, AC, AC, you said you you always, always looked into wanting to, you know, uh, be a sports. Well, you, you realized after. You know, you figured sports wasn't going to work, but what was, you know, um, and and you said this earlier and it's kind of interesting. You said as far as when you look at African-Americans and going into broadcasting and going into going into that field, man, it's not a lot. Right. You know, and what was some of your influence? What made you say, yo, this is something that I want to do and and what made you stick with it? You know, it's um, that's a good question. I. Anybody who knows me, I'm, I'm 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 a perfectionist, and I'm, you know, I'm Mister. I go I go get it, get it done. Always to get in the way of my vision and my dream. And as I said, you know, I mean, you, here's a guy who was eight years old, nine years old, who was literally in front of the mirror practicing like I was on TV, with a with a hanger as my mic. Mm-hmm. You know, so I. I mean, I, I was just determined from just at a, at a young age. And, um, you know, I remember um, um, just just you know, going growing up, just seeing at the time we had a couple of we had a couple of black guys on air. Um, um, I'm trying to think of his last name when I was growing up. Alan. Um, God, I can't think of his first name, but excuse me. But anyway, but there was a couple of we had a, we, had, we had one black sportscaster when I was growing up that I really admired and I liked him from Evansville. Uh, and he was really like he he when I seen him on TV made me think hey yeah you you can do this um, but I was just determined man to know that that's where I wanted to be one day mm-hmm. uh, regardless of the obstacles I had to overcome I was getting there um, and so so to, to tell you you know how it all worked out you know Syracuse where I went to school I, you know it's the number one broadcasting school sportscasting school for sure in the country um, you know Bob Costas Mike Tirico. Um, Marv Albert, Dave Pash, I can go on and on. The guys who've been there uh, and the town that's gone through there. Um, that was the only school I applied to uh, for college. Mm. And I liked IU, but I was that determined, hey, I'm getting in this school. And it wasn't easy at all. And I still today, I just say it was a miracle that I got in. It was totally <laughs> God said, let the brother in, let the brother in, because um, uh, I, I don't know how I got in there. But but I was determined, though, man, just to, you know, I wanted to go to the best. And that's exactly what I what I did. And I ended up going to school there. And I can tell you more about how that how that turned out. But um, so to answer your question uh, from day one, I, you know, you, if you're anybody listening to us, you know, you got to have a goal. When I talk to young people at the time, you got to have a goal. You got to have a dream of what you want to do it. 
mm-hmm. and you got to pursue it, you know, mm-hmm. and there's going to be times where you're going to deal with a lot of obstacles and things are going to get in the way, but you got to keep on, keep on moving. And, you know, all the successful people, you know, they have their, their hurdles they have to get over and they always have a great plan B when right. it comes. To- and so those are your great leaders. Those are your people who are successful. And, you know, there's been times where plan A didn't work and I had to go plan B. And, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and that's and that's kind of how where I got to where I am today. That's what's up. So, uh, you know, we see people like, you know, rest in peace to Stuart Scott. And we see yeah. people, and we see people like, you know, Stephen A. Smith and, you know, and some of the, you know, some of the, you know, and like um, Shannon Sharp now and uh, some of the other people that we see. What What is it? What is it that you think that is the void of having, you know, African American, and, and, and I can't forget the women, and you know, there's, a, there's, you know, we, we can't forget the women that's in it because we always automatically go to thinking the men sports broadcasters, but there's some women out there doing it big now. But w- what do you think it is, man, that's stopping, you know, especially, you know, ap- young African Americans going into that field, or is it a thing that they're going into it and they're running to some obstacles that is causing them to, you know, maybe you know, not stick with it or there is it, what is it that is causing those issues? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I, I, I'll say this, um, Stephen A. Smith, I don't know if y'all like him or not, but I love him. That, that's my guy. Y'all don't yeah. like him. Do. Y'all no, don't no, like him no, do. no, no, no. I like Stephen A, man, but I, I like Stephen A when he's not in character. <laughs> oh, see, I, see, I, I like, I like, I like him a lot. Cause I think, I think, I, see, I think he's pretty, um, when it comes to like black issues and things at, at times, some of the times I, I, I feel like, like he'll say some things at times where I'm like, okay, I see where he's coming from. Then it sounds like, what are you talking about, Stephen? I'm, I'm with but, you. That's, that's my problem, right? Th- those times, yeah, okay, that's okay, when okay. I don't like it. <laughs> okay. 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 But, but one thing he did say about, about Antonio Brown, um, yeah, Antonio Brown, when he, you know, when he was having his issues that he was going through and, um, he had made something about how, and and, and, and he's right, and, and it stuck with me. It stuck with me when he was talking about how, you know, like I'm in this position here at Wish because I want to be an example. Um, I want to help other African-American men make it to where I am today, right? Mm-hmm. So therefore, I want to do whatever I can to be the best I possibly can because there's not that many of me that do what I do, okay? Yeah, like yeah. for a sportscaster. So if they see a positive light in me, okay, and someone who's prepared and knows and got their job and they come prepared for work and they do a great job on the air and they they got incredible, they have integrity and you know they're hard worker, great work ethic. That may be an example. I can be an example for another young African American trying to make his way or her way up. Up, up, the, up the ladder as well because I've been a great example for them just like it would be for women in the, this industry as well you know mm-hmm. um, and so I mean I don't know I don't know the answer to why more African American men are not born in this career but all they need to do is look at people like you know the late Stuart Scott or look at people like Stephen A. Smith I mean it's reported that Stephen A. Smith's the highest paid anchor at ESPN but but, but with that yeah. but with that Anthony and I guess this is kind of where I'm, I guess I'm leading to it took him yeah. year it took him years to get to be that right and we knew that he was one of the biggest voices on ESPN and I guess my I guess my question is like and, and it goes back to to going back to you and uh, some of the obstacles you may have gone through um, do you think that's you know we know that Stephen A should have probably been the highest paid at ESPN a long time ago however contract or whatever it may be in but like with that being said I guess just going let's 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 make it personal to you like what are some of the obstacles you you had to go through to get to where you're at and do you think there was some things that were holding you back that were in your way or was it just yourself or you know what are some of those things well I mean I always feel like you know you you have to I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of like who came before you. Now, here's something interesting with me. I replaced Sage Steele, who from ESPN. Mm. I replaced her. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. yeah. So, IU. Yeah, IU, yeah. Sage, yep. got, Sage got a little heat uh, a few years ago. 
<laughs> well, yeah, with, with our people, yeah, got, with our people, we'll, we'll let, we'll let you, you can you can call it bring on your show. <laughs> there you go. Thanks to a friend of mine, but I but I replaced her. Um, you know, I, I'll say for me is this: I don't, I don't know, man. I, I take it. I really, and it, it may not be the answer you want, but I, you know, I look at it as like, look, I, it does. I have to. I have to work a hundred and ten percent, regardless of who I'm. You know who I'm. Who I'm competing. You know what I mean? Like I got. I got to bring it every night mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. on television or whatever I do, because the kind of way I looked at it by going to Syracuse, I knew when I was at Syracuse, everybody there wanted it more than me. Okay, and so I knew then that the person next to me wanted it better. Wanted what, what, what had me thinking they wanted more than me. And so my mentality from day one was always about being competitive. And so that being said, for me, um, I don't know if I was heading anything that held me back for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might have. There might have been some situations where, you know, I, I might not have been given some opportunities um, because of the color of my skin. That might have been the case. But I know at the end of the day, um, as I am still today, I'm going to try to outwork the person next to me. Gotcha. Um, if they're white, black, whoever it is, I'm going to try to work it. But back to Stephen A, though, man. Yeah, Stephen might should. I mean, you could say that, yeah, he should have been paid a certain amount of money, you know, a, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. $10 million right now, if he's what he's making, I'll take it three years later, four years later. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, a, that's a big significant. But here's the deal, though. To me, he's worth it. He's oh, worth absolutely, it. absolutely. Worth every penny of it, you know. And so, but that's me. I might be in the minority on that one, but I, you know, I think he's worth all of it. Absolutely. Um, but I hope no. I'm answering your question. I'm not no, no, to, you, yeah, no, no. Vague. I just want to just be real that you know, yeah, regardless yeah. of what, what color skin I am, I'm gonna, you know, I'm I'm all about, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I I, I come into work thinking like, look, you better give it 110 percent. Absolutely. Period. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, no. There was no wrong answer. I mean, I really just wanted your answer, you know, and I because yeah. I because, you know, I I, I was I know what I said about what I mean by Stephen A. Smith. I think that Stephen A. Smith Smith has been the voice of ESPN for a long time now. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, there's some of his counterparts is making more. And I'm like, wait, this man is ESPN. But like you yeah, said, beforehand. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah. He's 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 huge now. Um, I guess, you know, uh, your, your Syracuse days, Syracuse days, um, was Indianapolis your first market that, where'd you think you were going? Did you want to come back here or did you work in a different market before you, you know, when you graduated, where, what was, what was your next step after Syracuse? Yeah. So, you know, I, I, um, my ultimate goal when I went to Syracuse was, um, it was to really to be, I was wanting to be someone like Bob Costas or Brent Musburger or. Or, or, or someone who was one of the hot top sportscasters around. That's mm-hmm. what that was like my. And um, I haven't, I haven't dropped this on social media yet, but I've been thinking about it. Uh-oh. But I, I got a, I got a, a voicemail, okay, um, from a, a famous sportscaster that left me a message, and it was around the time when we are, you know, we've been talking about the Last Dance with Michael, Michael Jordan, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Sportscaster that left me something on voicemail that totally helped me take my career to another level. And I haven't dropped it on social yet, so we'll see. I'm thinking about it. I gotta get his permission first. But I still have that I still have that 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 recording voice voicemail. I believe that's the one we had a little see you know, the little you're probably too young for this, but the little the little tape recorder you had, the little <laughs> nah, nah, we so know. I, I kept, oh, come on. We know I kept, the, the answering machine joint. The answering machine. Yeah. yeah. I already beep. know a little mini tape. Yeah. <laughs> beep, beep. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Wait, so wait, 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 wait. So you don't yeah. don't tell me you're leaving us though, right? You you're not leaving us, are you? No, 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 okay, no, okay, no, no, no. Okay, okay, but but okay. it's but but the only reason I'll, I'll release this video tape this this uh, this this voicemail is to let people know the power of being a mentor mm. and just encouraging people mm, okay, because okay. you don't because because end of the day that that had a huge influence on me so so growing up so going to Syracuse man I I knew I wanted as I mentioned I wanted I wanted to get to ESPN that's kind of where I wanted to go that was my goal gotcha and so my very first year at school I, I did an internship and I remember and I always tell young people this when I when I talk to them I always tell them like, you know look 
you you have to make sacrifices in whatever you do in any type of career. And then I always tell them, once you make the sacrifices, there are tremendous benefits at the end. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you a plethora of benefits I've had because of my job, of who I've met, been at the White House, been uh, connected with President Obama. I can go on and on and on of the people I've been blessed to uh, have interactions with and, uh, and, and spend time with because of the job I've had, but, but because of the sacrifices I made at such a young age and been in college, I would always, um, I had internship. And I remember being in Syracuse, New York, uh, and I'd have a car, my parents couldn't afford me a car, and I would literally have to take the bus and I would go on Friday nights and Saturday nights, I'll be in that station and I'll be helping the sports guys out all the time, uh, just trying to help them with their shows, didn't get paid at all. Mm -hmm. And then my junior year, they promoted me to a producer and so then I made, your love is, I got $20 a show as a producer. <laughs> Dang, <Wow>. good. <laughs> so it was about $5, I was about $5, $5 an hour is what Dang I got. Dang, good. <laughs> so, I, so yeah, so I got $20 a show. So when I would do the six, so weekends were great because I would do the six and I would do the, the 11. And so I, I brought home 40 bucks, 40 bucks. That was great. 40 bucks is what I got. On top of going to school, uh, trying to keep my grades up um, and I knew I wanted to do TV all alone, so I knew I wanted to be able to do an internship with the television station, which happened to be the same station that Mike Tirico's at ESPN, and he's at NBC now, mm -hmm. was working at. So eventually, got to my senior year, man, it's amazing how God works. Uh, I became like almost a full-time producer at the time, my senior year while, while in college. And then the day I graduated, i never forget the day I graduated, um, and at the time I had, a, it was a black news director, you talk about a role model, uh, news director, someone who runs the entire newsroom, uh, who's in charge. Um, he hired me the day after I graduated from college mm. uh, as the number three guy, as a sports guy, as a reporter, sports reporter, uh, right out of college, 23 years old in Syracuse, nice size market. And then I, I knew that ESPN is where I wanted to get, but I had to get some reps to kind of improve, you know, because you don't want to be going to ESPN um, and not ready. Mm -hmm. So I knew I had to get, I wanted to get to a bigger market. Um, after spending some time in Syracuse uh, and then um, eventually go to ESPN. And so what happened was I ended up working in Syracuse for like a year and a half. I had an out for Indy because that's where I wanted to get to because they had pro teams and it's home. Yeah, so yeah. the main that all worked out, Channel 8, Wish TV had like three openings available. Sage Steele was one of those who left. I remember they brought me in for an interview, offered me the job. And so here I am, 21 years later, <laughs> I'm here in Indy, and I'm Man. telling you, never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that I would still be here um, working for this great station and just having the, you know, the opportunities I've had um, throughout my career here. Um, because I'm telling you, man, I was destined for ESPN, you know, and I had, an offer, I had an opportunity to go there, and I turned it down to stay at Wish. You know, that's one for man, you, right? That's, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's dope, man. So, okay, and this this is a tough one, man. I'm gonna ask you. Yeah, uh, yeah. You wear many hats. You got the sports locker room, or the uh, yeah, sports locker. You have you work with the coats. You're on NCAA announcing games. You're on. You got many hats, man. What's your favorite? Good question. So I, I think, man, I tell you, there's nothing like the NFL. I'm sorry. The NFL, <laughs> I just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, when I first, when I first got here, I was on the college basketball. I mean, yeah. I loved it. You know, being from Indiana, um, you know, uh, went to Syracuse. We had a pretty good basketball team at times and uh, sup in 87 when we lost to IU. But, uh, you know, so, so, but NFL, man, there's nothing like the NFL. Mm. I mean, you know, it's the, you know, that's what America watches. Um, I've had so many, you know, I've been blessed at this station at the time when we were CBS, you know, I, I covered two Super Bowls on our air, oh, nice. you know, I, and I, you know, I just kind of, I talk to, I joke with people sometimes. I'm like, man, you want to talk about an opportunity. I mean, it's one thing to have your, your team, you know, that you cover, go to the Super Bowl, but to have it go to Super Bowl twice. And every time it's on your air yeah. and you're the lead face, you're the main sportscaster. I mean, um, legendary. A lot right of my, but a lot of my great relationships have come, you know, from the, you know, from the NFL. Uh, as I mentioned, Tony Dungy and I, you know, we'll we'll talk two or three times a week. Sometimes he and I are very close. Cool. Um, you know, Chuck Pagano, who's up there in Chicago land now, good friend of mine. 
And then the athletes I've, I've covered over the years, you know, Peyton Manning, um, you know, I covered all 14 years he was here and still today, you know, we have a, we have a great relationship. Um, I tell you, I, I'll tell you something that I, I'll give you a quick story about, about number 18, about Peyton, you know, he was, he was a delight, seriously. I mean, we, he was a delight to cover here in Indy. Mm -hmm. um, he understood the media, man. But I tell you what he did for me, this, this happened in, um, I was down in Miami covering the Super Bowl this year. And this is all about for young people listen to us or people who, who get timid or get scared and don't take chances. So I was um, doing a story on uh, Edger and James. Y'all remember Edge? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, he got inducted. He's going to be inducted into this year's Pro Football Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And I'm down there covering the Super Bowl. And then, of course, we covered the big event that, you know, the ceremony there to announce who was going into the Hall of Fame. And he and Reggie Wayne were up for the Colts. And obviously it was Edge that got in this year. And I had talked to Edge, got a nice interview with him afterwards. But I knew Peyton was there as well. And I know how much love Peyton has for Edrin. Mm -hmm. But I was in one room, Peyton was in the other room. And I didn't I didn't really want to bother him because I already got what I needed from Edrin. But then I got to think, I said, you know what? Wait a minute. You down here in Florida, your boss... Juan McCoy spent this money to send you down there to cover the, <laughs> the Super Bowl for the week, right? Mm -hmm. um, you're competitive as hell, AC. Um, you don't like losing to nobody in town. Mm -hmm. um, you got to get reactions from Peyton, right? Because you know he's going to talk about it. And you got Peyton's cell number. So what are you going to do? So I couldn't get to him. So what I wanted, so I was like, man, I'm not going to bother him. I'm not going to text him because he probably ain't going to get back to me, whatever. Then all of a sudden, something came to my head and said, look, if you don't if you don't text him, if you don't ask, you ain't going to know, right? Come on, man. <laughs> so, bro, man, did I make the right decision. <laughs> I texted him. I texted Peyton. And you would have thought Peyton was, you would have thought I was asking Peyton about his, about his kids, right? Mm -hmm. So he responds back with this. He gives me a screenshot of Edgerin's his, his, his tax change with Edgerin James, congratulating him uh, on making the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Man, that was bigger, <laughs> yeah, that was bigger than in the interview. Because yeah. it's personal. People love stuff like that. Right, so right. I'm, like, I'm like, okay. I know he ain't texting me this not to use it, right? <laughs> right, right. than I am, I asked him, I texted him back, do you mind if I use this? Man, he's like, go for it. And yeah. I also mentioned that he was one of the best, if not the best man I ever had. Setback is nothing. Yes, it would have been great talking about Edrin making the Pro Football of Fame, but the Colts all-time player whenever Peyton talks people listen oh, yeah. okay oh, yeah. and so that right there for me uh was it taught me so much and so now man I I mean I've never been really scared to talk to people but, but I don't hesitate to say about anything when I feel like it's on my phone to me I pick up the phone I call him I text him and that was because of that moment right there with him so people yeah. young people listening to us business people um there's gonna be some times where you're gonna be scared you're gonna be nervous but if you don't ask yep. you yep. never know that's you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take you miss 100 percent of them you don't take that's that right. Shot. that's right that's right yeah man man we uh we, we one of the things that i definitely wanted to talk to you about man and uh uh, it's something that you're major that we're doing, and it's interesting because, you know, we've done it here at the stakes is high. Of course, maybe not on the level that you have done it, but uh, one of the things that we've done is called a program called Tools for Teachers. Um, yeah, yeah. So we we started a program. Uh, it was called Tools for Teachers, and what we did was uh, we had an event to where we were collecting school supplies for teachers and we selected a school we, we selected an ips school and uh we donated the all the proceeds and all the uh school supplies that we received to that school 
And then guess who came around and we start looking around and guess who's doing it way bigger than us? Anthony <laughs> Calhoun. <laughs> but no, man, I, I definitely wanted to talk to you guys because it seemed like it's uh, it's you guys are your target is very similar uh, to, to what we have took the focus to and which is very important to the teachers. And uh, I want you to talk about that program, man, because um it's it's real big what you know what you guys have done on a, on a, a super large scale so i want you to talk about that yeah man i appreciate you bringing it up and and i wasn't gonna get off here without just mentioning one thing about just how important it is to give back and as i said to y'all beginning of the show you know god put me in this platform to to make a difference and you know i don't just come on tv talking about sports i come on uh I, we do i do more than that you know mm-hmm. to trust me every night um, to, to give them their sports, to give them news about their favorite teams, to help put smiles on their face, um, and how good they've been to me. I mean, I, I mean, I don't. I mean, I just think about. I mean, listen, I'm 21 years here, almost 22. I mean, that that in itself is is a blessing. And coming from Evansville, it's a miracle. And so I don't take my my position lightly, and I definitely don't uh, take you know the platform God gave me lightly. And I know it says in the Bible, and I. I live by it all the time, man. Too much is given, much is required. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I got involved with charity work. And um, I, I, it's interesting because I got just the organization's called Teachers Treasures. And yes. I think we all, we all, even you two, got a teacher that y'all got liked. At least one, right? Oh, my, yeah. mom, my, my, mom, my mom is an educator, so they're, they're, that's, uh, you, they're you, your answer that, for that. We know you like one, man. <laughs> <That's one. laughs> so. Yeah. So I, so we all get in one teacher where we're like, oh man, I thank God for, I'm, I'm thankful for him or her or whatever it may be. And yeah. um, so I, so education has always been important to me. I always try to do well in college. And um, so I, whenever I was raising money for this charity golf fund I have, I wanted to make sure that it went towards education and towards inner city kids because they're not given a lot of the opportunities other kids are given. And so for years, for about eight years, I would uh, I, I did an organization called Horizons. It was geared towards inner city youth, black kids for the most part, and I helped raise money for them. And then one year, I decided I was just gonna make a, a switch because I wanted to, you know, I still wanted to do it for education, but they had lost one of their executive directors, and I just I felt like it was time to move on. And I was online, and I saw this place called Teachers Treasures, and so I looked at it, and I'm like, what's this all about? And Teachers Treasures is a store, which mm-hmm. is it was an old Kroger store, mm-hmm. where teachers go and they get free school supplies for the most part uh, for teachers who teach in poverty areas and a lot of gear towards inner city youth. And I'm like, man, that that's unbelievable. And mm-hmm. so the way it works for my golf fighting man is it's kind of simple. I don't have them really do anything besides take the checks. That's all I tell them to do. Just collect the money and take the checks, and I'll do the rest for the golf yeah. outing. Yeah. And so we've been able over the years to uh, you know, have tons of celebrities come in. We raise tons of money on live auction items. And so at the end of the day, I usually give them a check. You know, we raised last year we raised two hundred and or the two hundred and twenty thousand dollars uh, for Man. these teachers. And so the way it works is this. You know, they come in, teachers who are in poverty-stricken areas for the most part, they come to the store, I think they have to pay 25 bucks, but they get as much school supplies as they want, because a lot of people don't realize this, but teachers spend about $1,000 of their own money to help buy school supplies for these kids who, who can't afford it. And so, over the years, we have raised over $1.5 million mm. uh, mm. these teachers, and it's been a blessing. And so this year, man, we're doing this, we're going to, I'm gonna do it again this year, and there's only two reasons why I'm doing it this year, because obviously God helped us with this pandemic. But I'm doing it number one because I wanna, I want to, um, I want to still raise money. I want to give charity. I want to give some money to these teachers mm-hmm. um, if we can do it, in, you know, in, in, a, in a safely way. Uh, and then two, I kind of want to help people have some normalcy, if, if you will. You know what I mean? Kind of, kind of get out there and golf, and you know, kind of, you know, keep them trying to help with their minds, trying to help them to yeah. focus and stay yeah. positive. Mm-hmm. So those are only two reasons I'm doing it. Of this year but to answer your question man and i love what y'all doing as well yeah. it has been it has been a huge success and i think a lot of it's been a big success and it goes back to your mom bro people love teachers like we've raised more money mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. in the years i've done this um 
for for uh, we raised more money when I changed over to the teachers than I've ever done it because everybody has that teacher that they want to help out, and then you throw in the kids on top of it. It's like, hey, yeah. it, it's yeah. a home run. Let's let's all dive yeah. in. Yeah. Teachers got a lot of responsibility, man. You know, you, the the kids are with the teacher more hours of the day than they are with you know the parents. You you, you yeah. walk out, you know, you, they first thing in the morning at school. You getting them at two or three o'clock, and then you get them home. They do homework and have dinner, and then they're in bed. So uh, teachers got a lot of responsibility, man. And 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 uh, you know, unfortunately, every uh, child doesn't, you know, uh, aren't able to come to school with uh, you know the things that they need. So uh, those teachers definitely uh, need to be able to help provide some of those things for the students so they can have uh, you know equal yeah. learning opportunities like everyone else so yeah yeah and that's and that and that's kind of and that's kind of where our goal was with tools for teachers is basically yeah. you know similar a similar similar story to what you know what you just explained and you know man you you truly are goals for us man you know we we uh you know this next year or you know with the pandemic happened we you know we've kind of tried to have to regroup and rethink but this would be what our third our third year tc it would be our third one our third one yeah so yeah man we, we i might send you that text like and i need i need to pick your brain man so <laughs> so yeah man hey i'd like to come out i'd love to have you come out to my golf outing this year okay um, oh, definitely welcome to we can connect you know we got numbers and i'll i'll let you guys i love you come out it's, it's july the 13th it's on monday Okay. And uh, okay. you know our event sells out in four days, man. That's how fortunate we've been. Oh, man. Let me oh, let me wow. share this with you guys too. And this is what you talk about. You talk about just uh, miracle how things work. So the superintendent of IPS schools, right, is a young mm -hmm. lady by the name of Alicia Johnson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, she's from Evansville, and guess who's her cousin? Oh, I am. Nah. Oh man. I am. How great <laughs> is that? So we both from Evansville. Um, she went to the same church I went to, grew up with me, knows those Evansville stories about me that I didn't share with y'all, but she knows all those <laughs> stories about me. And so last year, she spoke at my golf outing representing teachers of the IPS. How nice, about that? Nice, man. So here nice. we are in Evansville growing up, right? Small Evansville, coming back full circle 20 years later, whatever. Not full circle, 20 years later, we're both an indie um, giving back and helping inner city youths and kids. And here, you know, her job, she has one of the toughest jobs, you know, oh, in, a, in the state, America, whatever, and she's doing a wonderful job at it. Yeah, man. Yeah, so yeah, man, I, you truly are goals for us, man, because we're going to continue to do it. Like you said, it's a need. And I think, you know, there, there can't be enough people doing what you know both both you know what we're doing and also what, what you're doing, man. It's, 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 a, it's unreal, the lack of supplies or resources that a lot of you know kids have and and the teachers definitely fill in where that where those lack of resources come and man they need to help more than anybody you know so so yeah man i i, I you definitely are our goals <laughs> well i'm, I'm here yeah, to help man. and as i said i love for you to come down and and i love to connect y'all with with um the, the folks from teachers treasures they're at my golf outing and you know, we we're all about helping each other, and because we know it's it's bigger, the, the the need is bigger than than Central Indiana. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, that'd mm -hmm. be amazing, man. That'd be amazing. <laughs> but Anthony, man, we we really appreciate you, man. We 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 definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm AC. Let me call you AC. Let me get it right, man. Yeah, AC, call me AC, yeah, AC, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, AC, man. We really, honestly, man. I really, I know we talked, you know, for, you know, uh, we've been going back and forth through text, man. And I really appreciate you taking time out of your evening, man, to, to come on our platform, man, and and, and drop, you know, drop some jewels and just letting the people know who you are, man. So uh, I definitely. Definitely. Uh -huh, there he is. Oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> I jumped jump on his last portion, so I jump yeah. on. Yeah, man. You know, I don't do I don't do the Skype like you guys do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Zoom and stuff all the time. So. Yeah, man. But um, yeah. but but before we go, man, um, yeah. you know, um, uh, is there anything else, man, you'd like to say, especially? Um, what's going on with, you know, the pandemic and also what's going on across. I know you spoke a little bit at the beginning, man, but any last words yeah. that you do want to share as far as uh, just giving some light and just some inspiration to what's going on, you know, what, yeah. what we got going on? I just, you know, I just say that, um, one, I want to thank y'all for doing what you guys are doing and your podcast and making a difference and Thanks, bringing, man. you know, 
issues and things that need to be out in the forefront. I appreciate y'all doing that because I think it's important and we and there's a there's a place for y'all. So thank y'all for doing that. Thank y'all for having me on. Mm. And I just you know the folks who are you know who are, who are struggling right now, who are you know who are having some tough times right now, uh, which we all are in, in the society. Um, I would just say you know just 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 hang in there, you know. Um, Try to be around a lot of positive people. You know, be amazed how your mind can play games with you and the negative chatter. You know, um, just try to stay positive. And then at the end of the day, as I said before, follow your heart. You know, do your heart. You know, do what's right. Do what's right. And and uh, and to my to my my black brothers and sisters, you know, um, you know when your white brothers and sisters are, are trying to come to you and try to get an understanding what's going on. Like, listen, like, listen, take heed to that. Like, listen to what they're trying to say and then be honest with them of how mm. you feel and, and, and the struggles that you face with, you know? Because um, I think if there, there's no other way we're going to be able to get through this if we all don't come together, work together. And then I just say um, to the, you know, the, the, black, the black kids out there who who um, may feel like that they can't make it, that they don't have opportunities, you know, look at me, look at y'all, you know what mm. I mean? Look what you're doing. Uh, and all that, you know, you, you see, and I'm not just talking about athletics as well. You know, you see these guys on TV and that's wonderful. You want to do athletics, but you can be a doctor, you can be a fireman, you can be a lawyer, you can be a sports coach, you can do whatever you want to do and just, just believe in yourself. And I say this to young people all the time, bet on yourself, you know, bet, bet on you. And I bet on my, myself so, so much. And I look back, here I am 22 years later um, in such a great sports town at home, my home state. Um, but that happened because, you know, having the confidence in me, betting on me, uh, and when you bet on yourself, uh, you don't care what anybody says, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna go get your, you're gonna go out there and get your goal, get your dream. There you have it, man. AC, we thank you, man. We thank you, brother, man. Hey, man, we definitely, uh, you know, man, uh, we, we try to definitely continue to try to maintain relationships with everybody we have on our show, man, because we didn't want to only, you know, not only have you as a guest, man, you, you family now, man. So you're, right. part of, you're part of the stakes is high, man. So we definitely appreciate it, man. And, um, you know, uh, we would love, I know TC and I and, you know, the other fellas we do it with would love to try to come and, you know, just, just see the uh just 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 see what you guys are doing with you know with 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 your um what well, you're doing with the teachers and everything like that yeah, man just, just give us it, just just give us some motivation man and, and 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 like i said your goals man that's where we want to be and that's the place that we we want to meet go to that level man that's a that's great man one whatever you said million that man come on man when you start talking millions <laughs> that's yeah. a whole nother, that's a whole nother level man so well i tell you man we've been we just been we've been blessed we've had a lot of people that that love teachers and love kids and you know we'll we'll have a little live auction item we'll have a live auction and i'll you know i've been blessed because we'll get like you know i have like coach dungy he'll donate a chance to go to saturday night live with him and dinner and so we'll we'll bring in like twelve thousand we'll bring in twelve thousand dollars for that but i always get them all the time like man this is for the kids come on y'all i got it and so they'll be all in they'll get all crazy about that but yeah i mean i'm in so um so we we'll do what we can to help y'all cool, and man. yeah please come down cool man uh, we'll pro- we have hey, great food great food hey ac we'll we promise hey, we, we promise we won't act starstruck up in there man we'll be normal <laughs> yeah we know we'd be cool <laughs> come on in so just make sure you get off work it's a monday so monday come on down cool, and uh, we'll have a good time and i'm gonna make sure i get um my boss dewan he'll be there so yeah, I can introduce man. you guys to him, yeah, and man. then we'll try to get him on the podcast. And then who knows? Maybe uh, we we'll get try. Maybe I talk to Coach Dungey, get him on with y'all. Oh man, come uh, on, man! Really that'd be, come on, <laughs> man! Then y'all can go be. two hours with him. I don't know how we. I don't know how we would an hour with me, man. Yeah, man. Well, again, man, Bless. we thank you, man. Um, okay. Man, we thank you, man. Keep shining, man. Uh, you, you again, like thank I said you. in the beginning, man. You are you are one of the voices of this city, man. So keep Thanks, doing your bro. thing, man. And we appreciate it, brother. Okay, I gotta get ready to jump on the air. So, uh, okay. God bless y'all. Thank y'all yes, for sir. having me on and keep doing Thank some you. great stuff. Okay. All right, man. man. Thank you. All right, see you. All right, man. There we go. TC, man. AC, Anthony Calhoun, man. Thank you guys, yeah, man. man. Hopefully you guys really enjoyed this, man. This has uh, been an honor for us, man. We we love seeing people in our community that's out there doing it, man. Y'all know how we do it. The stakes is high, man. That's what we do it for. You know, 
sir. All right, TC, let's get out of here, man. Yeah. And before we go, where can they find us, brother? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at StakesIsHighPod at gmail.com. Chill. 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 Yeah. Man, we gonna be yeah, up man. in man. We gonna be on that golf course, baby. Hey, that's that's gonna be love, man. That's love. Oh, that's, that's gonna love, love man. Love. And not anything okay. else, man. It's gonna be motivation for the tools for teachers, man. That's sure. my main thing, bro. For we sure. can see see it at that level, man. We gotta keep that'll give us some great motivation. So, I got I gotta work on my swing, bro. I'm trying. Man, I might just go out there and drink. <laughs> I might just go drink a beer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you, you, hey, here, here's the question: You wearing a full golf gear or no? Nah? Oh, we just going to show up in regular clothes. Man, hey, I, I, I bet you one thing, I'm going to have a Stakes is High hat on. Damn right. Damn right. Brand, brand awareness for sure. Come on, man. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you guys for listening. Stakes is High podcast. Peace. Peace.